Well, hello, hello, hello. This is Azam Khan. This side, and I welcome you all to the Full Time Whistle, the football podcast. Alongside me, my two co-hosts are the Mujib brothers, Faik Mujib and Faiz Mujib, and I let Faik Mujib take on from there. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is the Full Time Whistle podcast. This is the first episode, and. being the first episode and the pl being back this week it's a match made in heaven so the premier league is back strap yourself in and let's do the big match preview we'll mainly focus on arsenal versus liverpool at the weekend but we'll also cover other games we have four main games including arsenal versus liverpool our main focus will be as i once said uh arsenal versus liverpool due to its status the being the big six clubs which isn't true in this tumultuous season but uh, as we as lester is also in their west ham everton and every other club and also being below the table in ninth so the main point in arsenal versus liverpool is arsenal have won only one game in the last 10 matches and that was back in july if we take premier league into account the so what do you all think about will happen in this match and what's your take on it good evening everyone i'm faiz mujib and welcome to our podcast so as faiz already said uh, the premier league has returned and according to me it's uh, a very tough game for both arsenal as well as liverpool as uh, So you all, you guys have already heard, might have heard. Jurgen Klopp already said that uh, it's a game for, uh, it's a tough game for both sides. But I think Arsenal are going to edge it because currently Arsenal are playing better defensively as well as offensively. Arteta's record against Jurgen Klopp has always been good, and so we got to take that into consideration. Exactly. Also, Salah being back in form and scoring four goals for Egypt. And Firmino is not playing well, but he always scores against Arsenal, and that could be a problem. Arsenal have to win this game only for reasons that would be to bring back their confidence and go into the Europa League season, go into the Europa League with a good attitude, as they say, the cliched word which every pundit uses, but that is what it is. They have to take a great attitude into. Do wonders for their attitude. The game <laughs> to, will do wonders for to attitude. go forward in that uh, competition with them facing Slavia Prague and then probably Dinamo Zagreb or Villarreal. Villarreal, Unai Emery is Villarreal at that, so that would be interesting. But focusing on the game, uh, we'll talk about lineups and we'll cover everything. Yeah, but 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 for me yeah. as like a Liverpool fan. I have to definitely say that, considering what has happened to us in the past matches and how terrible this season has been for us, every time I used to watch a Arsenal Liverpool game, it would have been like a f- easy draw for us because you know how Liverpool attacks and how bad Arsenal were defensively. But since Arteta has arrived, things have been changed. We have just won a game and lost to Arsenal in like. Two, three times Premier League, Community Shield, and considering the EFL Cup as well. So the game for us, uh, it's it's not going to be easy. Yeah, uh, yeah that's true. Yeah. Continue. It's not going to be easy for us, and 
yeah maybe salah is back on form but we don't know yet the only thing is jota jota can be an extra thing here jota he can be Jota, Jota hasn't done anything this season. No, no, no I disagree. Jota, Jota has been a great player this season. He has been a great player, but he hasn't been phenomenal. So as to say, he hasn't. He can be the talisman of that team. But it's like Jota team. He has just done. Liverpool actually have pinned all their hopes on Jota, but Jota has been great this season. The games he has started, he has contributed with a goal or an assist in, I think, all the games, and he's been great for Portugal during this international break too. So. So who But, according to you is the most important player in Liverpool? Well, let me well, get this let me get this stat yeah. in first. I I'd like to get this stat in first. It's a great stat. Uh, Arsenal versus Liverpool is the most goal-filled fixture in Premier League history with 166 goals. And, yeah, and the most hat-tricks. Yeah, and okay. it's the most hat-tricks in a fixture. So God bless. So predictions are this is this will definitely be a game with a this will definitely be a high scoring thriller but considering liverpool's defensive fragilities at the start of the season due to certain injuries and but now they've i i would say they've showed up defensively with fabinho being back in the midfield and kabak getting recognized him getting himself recognized with the game and the as they say physicality of the premier league which may be a myth maybe not also we got henderson maybe henderson is injured and he is out for the season so we are so maybe yeah, we got we Thiago got we got, we got bobby back we got bobby back for this game but uh, speaking about injuries uh, we got a couple of injuries on the arsenal's bench uh, maybe smithrow is not like he's not going to feature in the game yeah, yeah, and insaka is insaka so it is it is pretty much it's it's going to be like arsenal mainly relies on saka for that wing side yeah, but uh, let's see what happens let's see what arteta does with lacazette and abameyang and willian will willian start that's the main question should we is he going to start should we uh, move on to our predicted lineups and then get more into the game should we do the predicted yeah. first Yeah, let's let's just talk about Arsenal let's first. Talk about Arsenal, yeah. So Leno in goal, that's given because you can't start Matt Ryan or Hernandez. So Leno in goal, and right back, right back is uh, right back is a little complicated ambiguous, yeah. and ambiguous. Let's say because we they can start either. What, what do you what do you think? Like, uh, are they gonna play a four at the back or the three at the back? Four at the back. Four at the back. Arteta has moved on to four at the back when he added Partey and got a proper attacking midfielder. So I think they'll start with uh, Chambers' great display against West Ham, and uh, mainly Chambers. Chambers started against West Ham due to his aerial ability, uh, so they could nullify the right side. Of West Ham, their left side, Saeed Benarama on the left side, and uh, Mane is also a problem on the left side. So I, I think they'll start with Chambers, but we could also go with Suarez See, or Bellerin. Arteta will start with Chambers. Don't go for Cedric or I'll, I'll either Cedric or Bellerin. So as to it's, combat it's, the pace of Sadio Mane. That is true, but it's anyone's guess in my opinion, and maybe I want Cedric. Uh, I think I. I'd like to see Chambers once again and him getting into his groove. Uh, for this match, it would be great because of our defensive fragilities. If David Luiz is out, so if David Luiz is out, we'll go with, in my opinion, Rob Holding and Pablo Mari or Gabriel. 
Gabriel looks likely. So that's Chambers, Rob Holding, and Gabriel. If Luis is out, which was uh, which I which was tweeted by someone. Uh, so on the left, right. we'll go with Kieran Tierney, right? Kieran Tierney. On what the left. what is gonna what is gonna what is gonna happen like in the front three? Your attacking options are not so good with Saka being out right now, and who's gonna create all the chances with Mitro being out? Uh, we got Odegaard, but let's first uh, go into the midfield. So that's Jaka Partey. There's also news that Jaka may Jaka was sick and he missed training. If I'm sure, so maybe he'll start, maybe he won't. Then it would be Partey and Sibayos or Partey and Lenny. Partey and Lenny looks likely, but. Partens Sibaios would be more balanced in my opinion. Sibaios has made a lot of errors. The better Mo is in our team. Uh, the better? No, come on. The, the better, better Mo. Mo the, yeah, the we, better, we all know better, who the better, better Mo is. Mo we all know who, who the real goal-scoring machine is. Come on, let's just not talk yeah, about who the better Mo is. Let's, let's remain neutral for the game. And then, uh, who we got? We got Partey, Jaka, if Jaka is fit. Uh, if he isn't, I think he'd go with Sibayos. Then we have Odegaard at the number 10 position. He performed good for Norway during the... Odegaard, Odegaard has been wonderful for you guys this yeah, season. Yeah. Uh, Ode- since Odegaard came in, he has been named captain of the Norwegian team. He has been ca- named player of the month for Arsenal. And he has scored in his first Northland derby. So, not so bad for the he was injured yeah, he was injured, he was injured for the, in the during the international break but i think he's fine now and he's created around 2.3 chances every match so that's really great let's just go on with the, with the line uh, so on the right if saka is out saka is not 100% out because i think yeah saka is 100% out he's really. not going to play for you Saka isn't 100% out because I think he he was he was in in training. No, he was doing individual training. Yeah, but they will have another test tomorrow. tomorrow. They, you have you have you have much important game coming up for Europa League thing. You're not going to risk Saka they can for this Pepe game. in that position too. So it's going to be either Saka or Pepe. And Saka has featured every game, so I don't think if he'll be if he'll be fit, he'll start. Is my opinion. And on the left. I think I think he'll go with Abamyang on the left and Lacazette up top. So yeah, I think that will be the, that's my British lineup. You can. don't don't you don't you think Abamyang should be like starting up top because the way he's been playing. Abamyang hasn't been playing that great, and I think Abamyang is better when he's drifting in off the left, and Lacazette is better in that position because he connects all he connects well with uh, the youngsters. Castle game uh, that was back in uh, January, I think. Lacazette started, and that was the turning point for Arteta's Arsenal after being after losing a loads loads of games and being not creating much. They started Lacazette, they brought in Smithrow, and they started Saka on the left, right, and they interplayed together really rather beautifully, and that created. That changed the whole atmosphere around. I'd like to add that by saying that Lacazette has always perform- performed well against Liverpool. In yeah, he has, he has. He has scored three and assisted two, so I think Lacazette is undroppable for this game. And he performed well against West Ham as, as well. And I feel uh, Willian will be more of a threat than Aubameyang at the moment because Aubameyang doesn't offer anything. 
twice in a month yes you don't so you don't actually yes uh, that's arsenal's lineup then shall we move on to liverpool's yeah talking about liverpool's lineup okay so i don't but think there will be a lot of let changes me, let me drag but... it back to abameyang and his new haircut uh that travel oh, we were surely going to talk about his haircut don't worry don't worry let's just let's just complete this lineup uh, no actually so, Alison, i don't think there will be a lot of abameyang's haircut is Oh yeah, we're definitely gonna talk about okay, so those let's, those let's, those let's things. But but the thing is, let's just talk about Liverpool's lineup. Yeah. Uh, it's gonna be Allison and yeah. Gold, that's for sure, because Keller is injured and we're not gonna play him for no unknown reasons. And then there is obviously we're gonna play four at the back with Arnold and Robertson being at their respective places. Uh, probably uh, Phillips and Kabak. Uh, yeah, Phillips and Kabak have been started like for the previous signing. They have been signing. They have been doing some good things together, and right. they are shaping up a good defense line. Uh, with with actually with the uh, I think I think the main thing is that has happened is like Fabinho being back in that central defensive midfield. Uh, do you? Is his he has actually dominated the thing. He has he's been controlling defense now properly. He has two defenders at the back, and now he's. able to like you know do we think that Liverpool will permanently sign Kabak now they've uh, intrigued their interest in uh, Ibrahim Konate from Leipzig and they'll probably sign him that's what David Onstein reported so do you think they'll sign Kabak on a permanent having Ben Davies and uh, Van Dijk Joe Gomez and Marty coming back from injury Ben Davis, Ben Davis is gonna go. That's for sure. He is not gonna stay for like any time. But then there is Phillips. Ben Davis. Then there is Rice Williams, and then there is Kabak, and then is then there is our new potential signing. Yeah. So what is gonna happen is like the way Phillips has been playing. He's been good aerially. Uh, we have all seen that. We've seen that in the live. But if they have the to get if they want to get rid of Ben Davis, they may have to loan him out because they can't sell him. They've just now bought him, and they can't sell him on a profit at least. So they'll have to take a loss and back yeah, to the game. It's, 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 it's probably like a two million or three million thing. It's, it doesn't even matter. But the thing is, Liverpool just got another like business kind of thing with that. It's it's not gonna help us so much in the transfer market, but maybe maybe. Player from Leipzig, maybe he's gonna come in. Maybe, maybe we can get him, and maybe that looks likely. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see what happens. The thing is, Kabak is good, but he's not that. I think compared to what we're I getting from Leipzig. So the thing is, if we, if we, oh, there have been, there have been, there have been rumors about getting Kabak for even a lesser deal. If we can get that even like. Under 15 million, that would be really awesome. And then Konate on plot on top of that, I think that's the way Liverpool does business. It's really frustrating for the fans. It's really frustrating, but yeah, they they guess I guess they know their way around the money. So moving on with the lineup, 
so the lineup the the back four is completed and then there is Fabinho in this central defensive midfielder role definitely uh not sure like if he's going to play Wijnaldum here or not because he's been playing like a lot of games for Netherlands and he has actually played like more than 200 minutes so obviously so maybe he may be drained and Curtis Jones uh I'll I would suggest that there would be Thiago and Curtis Jones because there is Fabinho there but the thing is Bobby's back so maybe we're going to like settle him down somewhere mm-hmm. what if it's actually a front four something like that Thiago and Fabinho in the midfield and then there is a front four like Jota playing playing up top so it can happen so but, most, but more likely it's going to happen Fabinho at a second striker kind of role but uh, would Klopp yeah, maybe, abandon maybe. his uh, beloved 4-3-3 with Fabinho in the holding position because he can that's, that's the thing with Curtis con- Jones considering what what Wijnaldum has been doing he's, he's, he's already burned out but this game is important and then there is Champions League with Real Madrid so we got to take that into consideration as well and maybe he's got to keep his players fit but so I'll give you like a main likely lineup that would be Fabinho Wijnaldum and Thiago and he's going to drop Firmino that's for sure he just came back from an injury and he's not going to start so maybe feature of and the Jordan yeah he is going to feature him on the bench and yeah there is up top Jota Mane and Sara and Jota is in great form he's yeah, he's going to start back for sure that's for sure so in the previous fixture that was in the, at the start of the season Arsenal lost 3-1 and Jota scored that night to his debut goal and in his debut uh, so that so let's get our predictions and then move on to the other three fixtures then okay sure thank um i my prediction is uh it's always been a goal scoring thriller and this time around i think it will be the same so i think it would be 3-1 arsenal i'll go 2-1 oh, no. i'll go 2-1 arsenal ലീഗ്ലീഗ്സ്റ്റർ Leicester versus Man City is a great fixture because if Leicester win they'll solidify their place in the top 4 and if Man City win they'll and I, and I being a Liverpool fan definitely want Leicester to lose and if Man City win they'll probably run away with the title which they are oh, okay who cares about Man City now they're already winning they're like off the top nobody knew how they came up and now nobody's going to catch them Man City the way they have been playing oh my god this speaking this season man, man city has been speaking of man city where do you think aguero will end up oh that's a good question aguero considering what has happened i guess maybe psg well, i've heard i've heard maybe i've heard chelsea, chelsea links yeah uh i don't i don't i don't think he's going to stay in the premier league anymore right i think he's he has a he's had enough of premier league and he's done with premier league now and 
he needs a champions league and if he he wants a champions league trophy then he needs to go to something like a big club and chelsea mm-hmm. is surely not the option uh, so but chelsea have won the champions league once or twice once yeah 2000 once yeah. but that's that's not likely right now and considering honest, i think chelsea could how- win again this season Yeah that's that's a topic for another podcast uh, let's move on let's stay on man city versus leicester and we'll talk about the reverse fixture which leicester won 5-2 and vardy uh, vardy that day was pro- unplayable actually they were unplayable in a in a different sense because they did not in a traditional sense dominate the game vardy had around 8 touches but he still scored a hat-trick Mendy played great. Tiemans played great, and Tiemans has been playing great since since Madison played. Leicester, Madison was really great. Leicester signed him. I don't think Madison was starting that game, and Madison is injured for this game too. But Madison is injured. Vardy's form has been dropping off this season because maybe because he's I don't know around 34 years old. and he is people say he'll lose his pace he's losing his pace but he isn't actually he's 34 and he's still scoring those goals that was still rocking the premier league he he last year won the premier league golden boot i mean with competitors like salah kane and how well kane has yeah, been I mean, getting approvals from all the pundits wardy is still getting he's still underrated wardy Wardy is not being praised that much as he was. Another storyline for this match would be Kelechi and Nacho being in a great form against his previous club. Yeah. Uh, so how would Diaz and Stones figure with Kelechi uh, and Wardy if he starts? Wardy and Kelechi both were Kelechi more in a second striker role. So Diaz and Stones have been great this season. They have Man City have the most clean sheets this season. Stones has been performing. brilliantly after a renaissance diaz is the city bought diaz and he is in my opinion currently the best defender in the premier league he has changed yeah because we don't have because we don't have van dijk yeah that's yeah, yeah we have to keep our biases aside we know that van dijk was a great defender <laughs> but uh, currently but no but on a, on a very serious note uh, ruben diaz and john stones have been doing tremendous thing considering how young they are and how much talent and how much experience ruben diaz has especially he doesn't make any mistakes he is like really good on the ball and they even score they they are central defenders who score matches they even they city doesn't have pro- a proper striker but they still got their defenders or their midfielders doing the wonders maybe they don't even need aguero like really for champions league or this or this game to be precise yeah pep gordio's comments regarding that were that they will not spend if they don't have to they have a great team and they youngsters coming in from the legs of the from the academy and if they don't have to do giving the current financial market due to the pandemic they won't so what are we saying about this match what's the prediction will we have to keep speaking speaking of the other matches but but we got appreciate the fact that how city's midfield has been working without a striker um, yeah they haven't had a proper striker and they're still scoring a lot of goals with kevin de bruyne being also out for like a couple of i guess weeks or something like that they it, it, that deserve 
it didn't it didn't feel like it didn't feel like city were something less of a team they have this squad depth which is like really super crazy they can even make a second team out of that squad depth and considering they don't have a striker right now their midfield was super amazing with Gundogan and Bernardo Silva playing super good yeah Gundogan deserves a shout that is for sure he scored 12 goals 12 goals and three assists and and he's not that type of a midfielder you know Bruno Fernandes type of thing but he's still scoring and creating chances out of nothing yeah so yeah got to give shout out to Bruno if Gundogan for that mm-hmm. matter now let's just quickly go ahead to the, for the predictions i i I want yes. I can see a Leicester win but probably City will dominate the game and go away with a 2-0 win in my opinion. I'll go City. Uh 3-0. Uh I think I think Leicester is going to fight back. Uh they've been on a pretty good form lately. Yeah, uh, but still it's City. It's City you cannot write them off. So uh I'm going to go with a 2-1. City to win Leicester one. That's for sure. Okay, so we'll quit quickly go out of UK and move into Germany and talk about the table topping Bayern Munich versus their title challengers that are RB Leipzig. And this match would definitely be an interesting match because if Bayern win they'll run away from the pack and if Leipzig win the last weeks of the season would look more intriguing intriguing that's good by interesting which bundesliga haven't haven't been like that since like considering the title race it's all about top four yeah so we could consider top four interesting and bayern are dominating the league but, but bundesliga is still a great league in my opinion so robert Le- No I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying but the thing is for the first time first time like a lot of time uh, there are there are teams who are contending for the title now considering how good bayern has been leipzig has been equally good in the league they are just three or four, five points away i guess five is four points away four points away from bayern and if they win it's going to be a one point difference and bayern have to work a lot they don't have le- they have, they don't have lewandowski they don't have lewandowski it's, it's going to be it's going to be a game this unprofessionalism rb leipzig are six points away from bayern munich So they are four points. They are four points. They are four points from Bayern. Yeah, to talk about professional. The problem is accentuated because Bayern do not have Robert Lewandowski, so their young players might have to step up in the likes of Serge Gnabry and Leroy Sané. Oh yeah, job promoting. So I don't understand how job promoting ends up at these kind. They uh, Bayern Bayern Munich Bayern Bayern have uh, they have to focus on Champions League as well. They're the defending champions here and there. So and it's in Leipzig. So I feel like I feel Leipzig are gonna like win it. It's it's the last time they met it was a three three draw. Leipzig was really hard on them and now considering Lewandowski is off, let's see what Hansi Flick does because. Lewandowski was their main scorer yeah, last time as well. Yeah, if Lewandowski is out, I think I they'll start Nabri up top. Uh, so Sane, Bayern Munich have a great team. If Kimmich and Müller, Sane and Nabri are on it, 
and everyone steps up so i think it's an easy win for bayern but we can't really write off leipzig and we, we can't write can't, off we can't write off leipzig like so leipzig have like patrick schick has been performing well for leipzig they've got soloth who is always an uh, aerial presence they got sabitzer sabitzer can be a difference maker so they've got in, they've yeah, got so Nkunku can do that. and the linked player with liverpool they've got ibrahim konate in defense they've got deot pomacano deot pomacano which which will for yes. bayern munich let's see let's see how he does because he is he's going to join bayern mm-hmm. for that but let's see what he does against his new club pomacano who will start for bayern munich next season uh, i think konate is injured right so he probably won't start Yeah, he's not going to start for that matter. But uh, let's just let's just quickly give our predictions for this top of the table yeah. clash. I think I think it's it's going to be a draw or maybe Bayern Bayern Munich and like really at the end of the game they can take away the game from Leipzig I'll I guess. Go, but I'll still I'll go, go with a draw. I'll go with I'll still go with a draw. I think Bayern will probably show how they are a better side and have been for the previous 10 years or so. But this current Bayern team is going to play if, if if Bayern loses, if Bayern loses, their confidence is going to be shattered. They are facing PSG no Robert Lewandowski and that's going to be a big problem but that's not a topic for another podcast. Big Let's move on to our last big game. Our P- last big game of the weekend that is PSG league PSG versus PSG versus Lille is on the table top topping clash which will have a major effect on the league on title race both are tied for points and, and Mauricio Pochettino has a point to prove and luckily if if you guys have survived till this like till the end of the podcast and if you're a fan of league one surely listen to that if you if you if you do not really interested in league one just just get off this get is off. not a league based podcast this is a football podcast and we all of us love the beautiful game and league one is really interesting this season and you should really stick around to hear what we have to say about it or not because we are not really affluent in our footballing opinions like we have Craig Burnley at ESPN or Mr Don Hutchison on Star Sports who really know what they're saying uh, let's let's talk about xg shall we psg have a rolling xg of around 3.49 this season that is good i think that is that is really it's good that is just not good PSG. that's really really uh, good. let's let's get serious and talk about it PSG and Lille are both tied with points at 63 each. PSG have a better goal difference with 46 though. So this match what if okay this there's just just a thought. What if PSG doesn't win the league this year? Pochettino doesn't get the league one title as well. He's cursed. That would be a major curse. Maybe maybe the Spurs blood running in running in maybe the spurs so let's talk about it first uh, if psg win they'll go three points side of lil lil have been their major title contenders let's first talk about the underdogs the underdogs obviously being lil lil have lost their previous two matches one of them was against neem 
and the other was against PSG in the they've just, they've just they've just lost they've just lost three matches in total they are been in phenomenal but form they haven't in the last three matches if we look at the last three matches one of them being PSG in Coupe de France they lost 3-0 against PSG they drew against Monaco in the league and they lost against Nimes Nimes which are in the relegation battle this season they are 18 the relegation they are, yeah. they are 18th i think so they haven't they haven't been yeah, in great form for the previous weeks while they were at the start of the week some major players for lil this season have been burak yilmaz who they who's a turkish international and has been playing really well during the international break they got jonathan david they got jonathan bamba these are all forwards and will provide a threat for lil against psg psg's defense has to cope up with lil's attacking potency uh defense mainly being consistent con- consistent of marquinhos who's the club captain maybe lil can hurt psg in this match but seeing that psg just beat them in the coupe de france which was which could have been lil's first trophy for since hazard left if i am not wrong so no oh, it was supposed to be psg's match it was porter's first trophy man he was supposed to win there still be around 7 games left out of this so all hopes not lost so it's like even if you do if you even if you're not interested in league 1 you should really stick around because this is going to be a tough title race and then there is leon with just being 3 points behind so it is definitely more interesting than the other leagues right now considering what has happened in the premier league so let's just give our quick predictions for this match i feel like psg will win this game by two goals to nil what about you azam Uh, well i think i think it's going to be psg's game but i think lele is going to score at least one goal so so it's going to be 2-1 2-1 that's for sure um i think what do you what do you think you always tend to go for the underdog but your brain wants you to think your heart wants you to think that the underdog will win but your brain says that probably the dominant side will win and the dominant has The dominant side has been PSG for the previous few weeks uh, with Mbappe being in form and Neymar's back from an injury. They've got Icardi, Moise Keane up front. They've got I think Verratti is injured. So I, I don't I don't think I don't think Icardi I think is Verratti is injured so that will be a problem but I will go for the PSG win. And that pretty much wraps up our first episode. And if you think we missed a big game do let us know. Maybe a one in Serie A. and if you are still if and if you guys are still listening to us thank you from the bottom of our heart and let's let's see you in the next thing and we're going to do some crazy things on the next podcast listen up to that with the champions league predictions who's going to win the cl and yeah see you on the I next one championship returns this this day bye bye that's all for us <laughs>